Welcome to 95 Mac Daily for Thursday, October 20th, 2022. I'm Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by Abode. Leading off today, we of course talked on Tuesday about the new iPad 10. But one of the more interesting announcements alongside this new iPad is Apple's new keyboard and trackpad accessory. Whereas the iPad Air and the iPad Pro have the Magic Keyboard, which features an all-in-one hovering design, the new iPad 10 gets what Apple is calling the Magic Keyboard Folio, which is actually a pretty interesting option compared to the Magic Keyboard. This new Magic Keyboard Folio is exclusive to the new iPad 10, and it won't work with the iPad Pro or the iPad Air, just like the old Magic Keyboard won't work with the iPad 10. The Magic Keyboard Folio features a two-piece design that includes a detachable keyboard and a protective cover that attaches magnetically to the back of the iPad. The keyboard attaches to the smart connector on the edge of the iPad 10 to provide power and data, and it can be folded behind the iPad or detached entirely. But while this new design is very interesting, and perhaps more versatile than the Magic Keyboard, most notably, the new Magic Keyboard Folio offers a 14-key function row above the keyboard that Apple says allows for easy access to shortcuts and everyday tasks. The Magic Keyboard for iPad Pro and iPad Air doesn't offer a function row of any sort, so this marks the first version of the Magic Keyboard with a function row for iPad users. The shortcuts here on the Magic Keyboard Folio's function row include things for adjusting the display's brightness, play, pause, and skip controls for listening to music or other audio, dedicated volume buttons, a do not disturb button, and a few others. It's basically the same function row that Apple uses on its MacBook and desktop keyboards. The new Magic Keyboard Folio is available to order now for $249 more than half the price of the iPad 10 itself, and the first orders will arrive next week, but we are already seeing shipping delays into November. In other news today, the iPhone SE 4 is expected sometime in 2023, and rumors suggest it'll feature an all-new design inspired by the iPhone 10R. This is once again being reported by John Prosser, who says the iPhone SE 4 will feature that iPhone 10R design in midnight, starlight, and product red colors. The current version of the iPhone SE features the same design as the iPhone 8, which includes a 4.7-inch display with a home button and large top and bottom bezels. It's priced at $429, which makes it the most affordable way to enter the iPhone ecosystem. But despite that price point, the dated design is starting to grow old for many buyers. The iPhone XR was released in 2018 alongside the iPhone XS as a more affordable option. It features a 6.1-inch LCD display with no home button, smaller bezels, and Face ID. One thing that's unclear, however, is if Face ID will make the jump to the iPhone SE 4. One possibility that's been suggested by some of the rumors is that Apple will opt for Touch ID in the side button instead of Face ID as a cost-saving measure. 
This would align with what Apple's also done on the lower-end iPads. If Apple also continues its usual strategy, the iPhone SE 4 will feature something like the A15 chip inside, ensuring excellent performance and longevity. The iPhone SE 4, however, will mark the end of an era. Once it's released, assuming the iPhone SE 3 is discontinued, Apple will no longer be selling any iPhone with a home button. Again, we expect the iPhone SE 4 sometime in early 2023, and more rumors are likely to emerge over the coming months. We are sponsored this week by Abode, a top-rated but powerful smart home security solution and the only whole home security solution that integrates with Apple HomeKit. Abode is the only home security system on the market that allows users to control their security system and integrated smart home products, such as lights, locks, and more, with the home application on any iOS mobile device. There's support for things like notifications for the status of the security system, checking your camera's live feed, and creating automations to do things like disarm the Abode IOTA alarm, unlock your doors, turn on the lights, and much more. You can learn more and get 25% off Abode's HomeKit bundle for a limited time at goabode.com offer. That's G-O-A-B-O-D-E dot com slash offer. Or just hit the link in the show notes below. Rounding out today, the iPhone 14 Plus should be a hit product by all accounts as the lowest priced big screen iPhone Apple has ever sold but reports have consistently suggested that the new model isn't meeting expectations. Now, a report from the information, citing supply chain sources, claims that Apple has called for a halt of iPhone 14 Plus production, while its procurement team reevaluates demand for the product. The iPhone 14 Plus, of course, was delayed in comparison to the rest of the iPhone 14 lineup, but orders were opened throughout the month of September alongside those other models. The 14 Plus is a new pricing segment for the iPhone lineup, replacing the $200 cheaper iPhone 13 mini, which was also an underperformer. But in comparison to that iPhone 13 mini, the information says that Apple is even less certain about customer demand than it was for the 13 and 12 mini. As such, the report says that Apple has asked at least its assembler to, quote, immediately halt iPhone 14 production, end quote. Apple has also apparently told suppliers that relay the parts and assemble them into larger modules to lower production by around 70% and 90%. The information says, however, that despite this lower-than-anticipated demand, Apple intends to move ahead with its plans to release an iPhone 15 Plus variant next fall, so the company isn't giving up on the form factor just yet, and maybe it has some bigger changes in store for next year to help spur adoption of this $900 6.7-inch iPhone model. We will be off tomorrow, but back on Monday for a new week of Apple News. In the meantime, if you like the show, please be sure to subscribe in Apple's podcast app or in Overcast or wherever you listen every day. And while you're there, it's always helpful if you leave us a rating and a review to help more people find the show. My thanks to Abode for their support of 9to5Mac Daily this week. Be sure to check them out at the link in the show notes below. 
and it's always good if you help us by supporting our sponsors. You can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5mac.com. Follow along with me on Twitter at Chance H. Miller, and we'll be back on Monday for a new week of Apple news.